everyone. This is the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm your host, Florence Bremer. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for over 21 years. Throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. Thank you for joining me on my journey for finding grace and contentment in the practice of law and in the practice of owning your own business. This week's podcast is going to talk about how to pivot. And I looked up some articles um, about pivoting. And I know probably a lot of us think of the old friends episode where um, Ross is trying to move into the apartment and he has the couch and he kept he keeps telling uh, Chandler and Rachel pivot 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 and they're being driven crazy by him so I've been watching a lot of friends lately I've been falling asleep to it pretty much every night and I thought oh I have this genius idea of like pivoting in business or pivoting when your schedule goes wrong and I looked online and it's a it's a pretty well-developed concept I didn't I didn't invent the terminology that's for sure so in most contexts it means pivoting your whole business so for example a big um a, a big amount of the articles out there are regarding um the the need for businesses to have changed their course of direction in during the pandemic. So for instance, if a business was mainly brick and mortar, maybe they're doing more online. Or if it's a restaurant, maybe they're do, finding fun ways to do takeout or changing the configuration of the restaurant so they can have people be able to dine in. So that's a lot what it's about, you know, other issues like staffing and how you have your office and people working remotely. All of this is part of articles you'll see on pivoting. But I wanted to make it a very small microcosm and then talk about just pivoting during your day. I look at my schedule every week. So every Thursday or Friday, I take out a... Um, it's just like sort of a, a one week calendar. You can buy them in multiple formats. I've had multiple formats. Formats. I've bought them from Staples. I've bought them um, from Hallmark. I've bought them from um, like Magnolia um, website. Uh, just any kind of website that has calendars and papers, you can get like little sheets that just have your calendar for the week. So although I have a, I have a calendar that I, I write in and it has some envelopes in it and I don't really keep the calendar that I write in as my day-to-day calendar. I used to do a written calendar when I was first practicing law because although I thought my schedule was busy then, it really wasn't. So I was able to maintain it in a handwritten format. I would have a 12-month a calendar, 
and then just keep my calendar exactly like that. Well, um, as time went on, I realized I needed to have an electronic calendar to have my office be able to access it so they could see where I was to be able to modify it all the time. Like my calendar changes five times a day where I'm adding something to it mostly, sometimes taking stuff out, um, but just continually, continually modifying. So at the end of each week, I do this exercise where I take out a weekly calendar sheet and I write the week out. Um, so I write what I'm doing on Monday, Tuesday, etc. And then I write what I'm doing next weekend. And the goal of looking at next weekend is the carrot to get me through the week. Even though I'm already doing this before, you know, I'm doing this on a Thursday or Friday, so I have a weekend coming up. I'm looking at the next weekend, which is my carrot to get me through the next week. And then also it's just like a, a reset of like, okay, I'm finishing up this week. What am I doing next week? And a lot of the things with this calendar is that I can figure out or try to figure out where I have periods of time where I can squeeze time in to get projects done. And I've been having a really, really hard time with that. Like my calendar just is constantly filling up. And it was this last Friday. And whenever I have a day where I don't have an in-person or a virtual meeting or an in-person or a court meeting, I put an O on that day. The O is for off, although I'm not really off, not off at all. I'm just doing all the things that I need to be doing when my schedule is not jam-packed. So Friday was my day with the O on it. And I was very, very excited because I had just a laundry list of things that I needed to get done. Well, 8.30 on Thursday... I get a text message from one of my clients where they needed me to come to their offices. So this is obviously a corporate client, needed me to come to their offices and spend a few hours. And also it's not close to my office, so I had to have travel in there. So it basically was um, taking up my day. This came to me at 8.30 at night when I was sitting on the couch and I was basking in the glory of not having anything scheduled um, on Friday. And I'm not even joking that I was. I was sitting there and I was thinking, okay, I'm sitting on the couch. I was watching um, a um, movie with my daughter and I get this text. So the first thing I do is grab this pile of work that I had planned to do on Friday morning and went through it on Thursday night and ended up going through this work till about 1030 at night. The other thing that's um, a bit of a, a difficulty is that I'm also at the end of the month. So it is my billing cycle. So I have that to worry about as well. So then on Friday morning, I got up early, I went to my office, dropped off work, picked up work, checked in really quick and then I went home and took a shower and got ready for my all-day meeting. So I went to the meeting and um, then it got it was raining on the way back 
and I crammed in, well, actually it wasn't raining yet. I went to, um, get my nails done and, um, I get my nails done every two weeks. So I do a pedicure and during my pedicures, I work. And if I don't have anything that I can work on in a pedicure chair, because there's things you can do and there's things you can't do, you know, reading a transcript, you can do, um, writing out a letter on a notepad that you can transcribe later you can do but it's to me like having a laptop on my lap and trying to work that's in it's impossible your legs are up and down your laptop is going to slide into the water so you don't want to do that I'll do texts you know and send out some texts to the office and just recently because my calendar my uh, my outlook went remote I can do email and my calendar on my phone. I still try not to do that that often because it's not convenient to try to look at, you know, 150 emails on your phone and then figure out what you need to answer. It's just so much easier on a laptop or your desktop. But it's there for emergencies and and that's a something that has been added to my life which is also helping with the whole pivoting thing. So when I have a situation where I'm on the road, I can access things a little bit easier than I could in the past. So that's good. So um, to my pedicure, I brought some documents that I needed to look at. And then when I left, it was pouring rain, just pouring rain. And I went back to the office and and worked for a little bit longer. Um, I set my timer for an hour and uh, went home and I looked like a drowned rat. I was carrying all this stuff, all this stuff for the weekend and to review and there was a package outside and um, I walked in the door and one of my daughters was like, are you okay? Like, you looked crazy. Like I was wearing um, my pedicure flip-flops and I had my heels in my hand and just it was crazy. So anyways, um, that was Friday. And then I found out that on Monday, which was going to be an O day, um, now I have a call in court hearing. So every day next week, I have court, um, including a on Thursday where I have two hearings that butt up right next to each other. And I have to um, have my associate start the one hearing and then I will jump in and grab the laptop from her when I am able. So it's just absolutely like one of those weeks where it's just insane. So what do you what can you do to try to pivot in those situations? So one thing is just start fresh each day. And I really, really had to get myself in the mindset on Thursday when I received the information. And it's not like it was terrible information. It's a client that I really like. The work is really interesting. I can listen to a podcast when I'm driving. So I had to think of like the good things. They always bring in lunch. So that's always a treat. And um, it I just really, really had to change my mindset on where I was. So just starting over fresh. Another thing to do when you're trying to pivot is try to figure out 
something that you can throw in there that is something that you love. So a lot of times I will try to um, do a little stretching in the morning before I get in the shower. I will um, try to sit in my chair and maybe read, even if it's a couple of pages, it's something. Or because I'm always behind on the podcast that I love, I think, well, there's going to be some extra time either sitting at my desk or um, driving in the car that I can put on a podcast. And I know I've said this before, um, do not try to uh, conduct business on the phone while you're driving. It is the worst thing ever. I um, one time (laughs) was driving and this wasn't even me being a distracted driver it had nothing to do with me but I was driving and um, I was driving all the way in the right lane I got a call from a client it was a f- quick five minute client five minute call and I'm just in one lane minding my own business just driving along and this car decides that it wants to get off on the ramp so it cuts across all the lanes of traffic and um, almost um just hits into my side like I don't even know what they could have been thinking and I slammed on the horn and screamed and this was while on the phone with a client the funny thing is my phone went flying and I got off at the exit and picked up my phone when I picked up the phone the client was just talking away so trying to conduct any business while on the road like don't do it like use that time to listen to a book on tape or listen to music if music is your thing. I find, I have found that listening to someone talking is more relaxing to me than music because the music kind of gets me riled up. So make sure you just incorporate something into your day. It could even be something like eating a salad, you know, just something that's like a little bit healthy, a little bit enjoyable, like whatever you need. Another thing to do is when you have to pivot, find out what's positive about it and and dwell on that. I just finished reading the book, I Want to Be Where the Normal People Are by Rachel Bloom. And she talks a lot about her obsessive compulsive disorder. And after reading her description of it, I realized I may have a twinge of that myself. I can obsess on something where it will keep me up or I'll wake up in the middle of the night. And maybe it's not obsessive compulsive disorder. Maybe that part's just being human. But I really related to her when she was talking about it. And a lot of times the obsessive compulsive disorder can be a lot more than what you might normally picture, which is like the hand washing over and over again, or or counting the times that you turn the lock. A, A depiction of obsessive obsessive compulsion disorder in um is oh gosh maybe i'm saying the wrong title but i think it's as good as it gets is the title of the movie with jack nicholson and his struggles in it i think it may be played a little bit more um comedic and um and towards the end of the movie it all sort of sort of magically seems to go away where he doesn't have what he's doing anymore. But um, it, it is a movie I always think of like, this is what you have, and that's not necessarily it. 
Um, so what I'm getting back to is seeing the positive of it. So I really, really had to change my mindset of that the O was crossed off my calendar and instead I was going to be see a client that I liked, um, be able to assist the client that I liked with something that they needed, and um, have some time in the car to myself and, you know, just be able to get out of the office a little bit because obviously I've been spending tons of time in the office. So I just really, really, really had to think about it. Um, another thing to do is figure out figure out what this does for you in terms of, of challenges in your schedule. So I'll tell you this. I've been... I still, it's one of those things where I'm like, I can't even explain it. My schedule changes so much that I'm moving things around on a daily basis. I've had a self-care appointment that I have moved several times. So basically, I just see that as a challenge that I need to get through. This is an appointment. I can put it on a different day and it's not going to kill me if it's on a different day. It'll just be taken care of then. So just getting it, just getting to the point where you understand what you need to do once you have a challenge in your schedule. Again, I'm talking in the microcosm. You can use this as um, as a big um as a big <laughs> as a big way to look at your whole business um it, you know and it's the macrocosm of when i need to pivot my whole business here's just some tips also remember that you know you can't keep everything um exactly like you want to keep it like there's just not a linear way to look at it, which to me is really hard because I want to look at my schedule and I see the schedule that says for the next week, I'm going to have lots of periods of time where I can get some work done. And when I look at my schedule too, I realize that what I try to do is even when I see like a block of time I'll try to keep that as a opening for appointments. Um, So a lot of times when someone calls an attorney, they don't want their appointment to be scheduled out in two months. They have something that is, is pretty urgent. And some people are fine with it. Like they'll call me and they'll say, hey, this is no hurry. If you want to push it out, three or four weeks and totally good with it. But what I try to do with my schedule is keep a opening where I can schedule appointments during that time. And that way, it just keeps me focused that that is a time where appointments will fit in. So for example, I may look at my schedule and I might say, okay, Tuesday morning, I have a telephonic hearing. I'll be done with the telephonic hearing at 11. So usually what I'll do is from like 1130 
until the end of the day, I'll just schedule appointments during that time frame. So in my head, that time is already blocked. If it doesn't end up filling up with appointments, then fine, then I have that time open. But when I look at the schedule in advance, I try to realize what areas of time during the week can I fit appointments in. Because what I used to do in the past failed miserably. Someone would contact me and they would say, can I get you, can I get in to see you? And I would say, yes, you can come see me at um, Tuesday at 8 a.m. And there was a ton of things wrong with that because what I would do is I would just see that there was an opening and I wouldn't think of anything else around it. So first of all, getting to the office that early is problematic for me. I have a child that needs to be brought to school um, at 8.45. So if I'm at the office at 8, I've already screwed up my day. And um, the other thing is, I say, like, for instance, I say, well, there's an opening at 8, but I have a hearing at 10, so that's fine. Also, that's not looking at the big picture because then I'm scheduling on top of something else because instead of being able to get ready for that hearing, I'm working on this meeting and getting sidetracked when the better move would have been to do my morning hearing, give myself a little bit of break so I can have a little bit of water, a little bit of coffee, be able to get up and use the bathroom. You know, that has been something where I've scheduled myself so tightly that I haven't even had time for a restroom break. And and you should not be scheduled like that. Um, even just to walk around your office complex for five minutes and get a little air. Just don't schedule yourself back to back. So just another um, tip when you're trying to pivot. And also... Remember, when you have that time where you're not scheduled and something comes up that's on an emergency basis, you can actually handle it instead of you look at your schedule and there's just no openings at all. Okay, I think that's it for the tips that I have on pivoting your day. I'm also going to... Um, give you a review of a movie that I really, really, really liked. I rented the theater at um, Harkins, which I've told you about before. In Arizona, we're really lucky to have this. You can do private movie nights. Although that, um, I'll have to tell you, if you have a movie theater open in your area and you're comfortable with it, you may want to get out to that movie. First of all, there's just nobody at these theaters. I went to the theater yesterday. We had a private movie. I don't think we saw other people seeing movies. There's other movies with other times. We saw maybe, I saw one person buying a ticket when I walked in, and then I saw two or three people walking out of a movie. Otherwise, we were standing alone in the lobby. I had about 15 members of my family, and we were... Uh, standing in the lobby with our masks laughing we talked before the movie we talked after the movie it just was super fun and there were no people and I did have this flash of oh my gosh how are these theaters going to survive so in any event I rented um, the theater for a movie that I wanted to see for quite a while called Promising Young Woman with Carrie Mulligan I'd heard such good things about it 
Um, it was talked about. <laughs> Hi, my grandson just came in and he just pointed at me and said, Mima, here, say hi, Mima. <laughs> he just really kissed the microphone. So for the um, movie, it just was great. It was a movie that had a lot of twists and turns, a lot of surprises. The way it looks in the preview is not the way it is. I don't want to give up too much because it you, you think it's going to go one way and then it goes another way. And it has an ending that's surprising and ends up being satisfying, even though it's pretty small. That's my grandson, Adam. He was wearing a Disney hat and he was upset. So I highly recommend this movie. You can rent it on Amazon. Yes, you can. Say hi to everybody. <laughs> you can rent it on Amazon, too, for $20. So if you don't have a theater, you can see it. Um, <laughs> he's not having a good day. So that's it. That's all I have for you today. Let me do my clothes. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook on my personal page and under my law office page. You can find me on my website, BrummerLaw.com, and I'm also on Patreon. Be back with new tips next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>